0: and happy friday you are listening to the design exchange with melinda peters elliott and danny russo danny is not able to be on the call today so i thought i would invite my friend debbie daly and let her introduce herself and we can talk about how we met and everything so everybody meet debbie hi everyone uh, thank you, Melinda, for having me on, and Danny, my buddy, who is not here today. I know. <laughs> um, I know. Um, so, yeah, my name is Debbie Daly. I own um, Debbie Daly Designs, which is located in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and also the School of Interiors, uh, where I teach interior design as well. And then mm-hmm. I'm in between Boston and the Seacoast, um, based on the Seacoast, and um, Yeah, I mean, Melinda and I—we just uh, we kind of hit it off, right? When we met, jump right into this. But I love talking to Debbie, and uh, we had so much in common. We met at the Design Bloggers Conference. No, it was the Design Influences. Was it the first year they changed it to the Design (laughs) Influences Conference? I think so too. So and we sat on the the couch together. Do you remember that? Yeah, the, the back of the room. Universal furniture yes. had their sun, what was it, sun, um, Oh my God! What's their summer collection? Oh shoot! Coastal living Coastal collection. Living, is what yes. it was. So yes. they had a whole vignette set up on a platform, and we tried to dominate that whole vignette for a couple days. Remember, and we got time, kicked off by Adam Jabko. I know. He's like, you guys have to move away. <laughs> people in the back. <laughs> but someone else sit here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we. So funny. Yeah. I mean, that's where we met, and when Danny was there. Huh and melinda and shelly amato yes. nicole baxter yeah that's and right. alisa, um christina alisa, alisa. Yeah. yeah yeah so that we was fun that was and that fun. was the first time you were ever recorded for our podcast here this is the second time we've interviewed you um yes. and the first one i don't think you knew what to expect <laughs> Oh, but I'll tell you, it was just right up my alley. I love so to cool. banter. And so it was so cool. And for anyone who likes you go to a conference for the first time or you feel a little bit, uh, you know, you're shy, right? Yeah. Like you're like, yeah. you haven't been before, you know, yeah. some people from social media, but you're afraid to go up to them. And then, you know, I didn't know Danny Russo and I didn't know Melinda Melinda at the time, either, (laughs) but you know, I call her Melinda Peters Elliott, but anyway, (laughs) that's the official name, (laughs) but, um, they were funny. We had a ball sitting in the back there and then we were going to get a drink after. And it turned out, you know, you guys wanted to record a live podcast, which we did in a vacant conference room. And then we had, um, I think it was Elisa was running out and getting us, us beverages. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, that was a lot of fun. That was was a live podcast. That was fun. So um, I'll have to look up the original (laughs) podcast number and we can let, let everybody know when that was. Yeah. That was And listen back to both of them. So yeah. And then since then, yeah, we've been. Yeah. So it's been fun to watch you, Deb. Um, I feel like you are. Like, really helping the design industry out. And you're doing that in a couple different ways. So, I wanted to kind of touch on a couple things about your interior design school you mentioned. And ha- tell us a little bit about that and how can people find this? So, this is for people who have not had interior design training in their lives. And they might want to dabble in it or they might want to be a designer. So how did this come to to come to being? Um, Well, I think, well, I'll tell you how this came uh, to be is when I first started out, I didn't start out in interior design. And it wasn't a career that was, um, you know, proposed to me right? When you're in mm-hmm. school, high school. I mean, at, back at that time, that was the, the years of uh, the movie 9 to 5, you know, yep. with Lily Tomlin <laughs> and Jane Fonder. And yep. um, and we were all yeah. supposed to be secretaries, right? Exactly, right. <laughs> so any, I, any, anyway, I wanted to go to um, business school in Boston, and um, my dad wouldn't let me because I come from a big fat Greek strict. Greek family um, <laughs> And so, you know, he likes to keep his children kind of close. And anyway, Uh Um, that was not, you know, an option for me. So I started out in uh, a two-year business school, um, secretarial, administrative, um, and got my associate's degree at a all-girls college taught by nuns. That was a half an hour from my house um, in a castle. You know, I was taught by by the Sisters of Mercy. Um, It was a... we had to dress because it was a business college. You had to dress in business attire. You couldn't oh. wear pants, but you could dress professionally, you know, with a suit coat and a little skirt. You always had to have a skirt on. Right. right.
1: Even oh, if it was two gosh.
0: degrees below zero, you know, up there <laughs> <in America. laughs> So um, the coolest part of that was the campus was beautiful. Nice. Um, some of the classes were in the actual Searles Castle.
1: Nice. And
0: um, I don't regret going there. It kind of just um, was a stepping stone for me uh, nice. in business. So I nice. worked in the corporate my, my first, I'm going to back up in, a minute. So I was okay. the class treasurer oh, okay. um, involved, we you know, so much in, in common. <laughs> I know we do, just, and then we get I into the sewing part of it, because sewing is a big part of why I'm where I'm at today, so yeah. my elective, they had a sewing class as an elective, and that oh. was in, within the stone wall, but in a private house down the street, so I would go there, and I learned all my basics that my grandmother and my mother didn't teach me of, you know, slip stitching, and, you oh. know, blind stitching, and all that kind of stuff, yep, yep. so anyway... Two years later, I get a job at a brokerage firm oh. in Lowell, downtown Lowell. And um, I was working for the vice president of the company, um, Kidder Peabody. So they had an office on Wall Street and all that. And those were the days wow. of the ticket type machine, you know, the ticket oh, type yeah. thing going around there <laughs> oh, room. Yeah. And my first girlfriend out of college, she's the one who would send the, you know, the orders to <sighs> Wall Street. And so I'm, I, I feel like I'm really... Be- Dating myself. I know that's (laughs) one that was in 1982. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it's a long story, and so I still sewed. I always sewed. My grandmother taught me how to sew. I would sew with my mother. I have my first quilt sitting over there, which was my big beach blanket that I made, Um, and then. Um, I never let that go. Both grandmothers sewed. So I was really intrigued with that. And my grandmother bought my grandfather, bought me my first sewing machine from a yard oh, sale. No. I think I was 11, 12, maybe. Oh, if my that. gosh. So I love so it. So I didn't even realize you sewed. I just have my own workroom. I sewed self taught no making window treatments. Making window like treatments. That. Oh, my gosh. You're I can just tell. like you. me. <laughs> I know. This is why I'm like, we have so much in common. Yeah. So. I mean, that's basically, that was my passion. I loved it. And the old mills downtown, they were fabric mills, textile mills, right? Lowell, Massachusetts was the start of the Industrial Revolution. So you had all these textile mills. So they had, um, I would go with my mother and my grandmother and our neighbor, and we would go get these Damoulis at the time. Now we have Market Basket, Damoulis brown shopping bags, right? The grocery bags. Um, For a dollar, you could get all these scraps of fabric. Oh, and then we would make, gosh. yeah, we would make patchwork quilts with them on my, ping, my, my parents ping pong table down in the basement. That's what oh, we would Oh my sew. gosh, that is so, so fun. Yeah. But I mean that, you know, um, that being said, that wasn't going to be a career for me. Right. Um, right. so anyway, I wanted to be a stockbroker after working at the stockbrokerage firm. I'm going, moving oh. ahead here for a year and the manager, the office manager, um, you know, I approached him cause they would sponsor you. to become a broker. And he said, Debbie, it's like, you don't want to do that because this is really no place for a woman. And I was like, (sighs) so one thing uh, a lot of people don't know about me is you tell me I can't do something. It's kind of that stubborn Greek in the back. mm -hmm, It's like, okay, well, mm, two weeks (laughs) later, I found another job and I just kind of moved on from there. And I worked in the corporate world. You know, I worked in the corporate world. I worked in HR. Um, until the owner ran that to the ground, and I was the last person there giving out those little pink slips (gasps) to employees. Oh my gosh! (laughs) So in the meantime, now I'm gone, and I'm like, I'm taking interior design at night. So I took interior design at night. I worked. Um, I got a temp job during the day, took interior design at night um, with Middlesex Community College of where I teach interior design now um, for a certificate program. That was again, back in the day before I had my daughter. And then I, um, we planned on having a baby. I had my daughter. I worked at home. I didn't go back to work. I had my own workroom in the basement making window treatments for people. So people would and now how I started was I made window treatments of myself at first. I said, I can do this. Never used yeah. a pattern. Then my was sure. like, oh, wait, make some drapes for me. You know, yeah. pinch pleat drapes. <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, I bought the pattern. I made pinch pleat drapes. So now I'm making pinch pleat drapes in the basement. And I got so busy. People were bringing me fabric. I didn't know what to do. So oh my I just, gosh. Cl- I closed up shop. That's it. <laughs> Swag and Jabot's. Everyone oh. wanted swag and jabots yes. and pinch pleat draw <laughs> drapes. Yep. So I learned how to do all that. And um, there's more to that story. But anyway, um, let's see. I went back into the corporate world. You did? You went I back? Did. Yeah. Well, I, I, ended, I got divorced. Oh. Went back in the corporate world. Now I'm a single mom with a yep. three-year-old yep. and, you know, still wanting to do. Now I'm like, I got to do interior design. Right, I I gotta do this. So now I, you know. I'm on my own. I'm taking classes at New York School of Interior Design at oh, night. Wow. Yeah. Really? I tried to manage that and work. And then I'm working part-time in a flooring store. Oh,
1: then I my worked part-time gosh. in a
0: paint store. Then oh, I my worked gosh. in the furniture industry. And so I've learned, I so wanted to do interior design, but how yes. could I do this and support a little girl? Yes. I still needed my check. I had to pay my mortgage. And so yes. it was all this stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um I finally left the corporate world and I opened my own little boutique shop with my own little workroom. And yeah, and then there's more to that. And um, through experience, through going to school at night, um, through working in the industry, this is what I figured. So women, and I'm speaking more towards women because a lot of women become a single mom, right? Uh Or they don't know how to leave a job that they're stuck in. Mm -hmm. and they they can't afford to go back to a four-year college for an interior design so what I did was I started teaching smaller classes Um, you know further as I came along I actually had a furniture showroom you know I'm speeding up a little bit here yeah and With that, I had my design studio, so I would teach classes, I would teach sewing classes, we did painting of furniture classes, so that's kind of how I got into the teaching part of it. Wow. I went and added interior redesign and staging to my business with Ann Anderson at the time in Connecticut, Um, that was the, she had the School of Interior Redesign, and Uh that was with... That was with the Interior Redesign Industry specialist. I think it was one okay. of the first organizations yeah. started. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. And oh then she's gosh. like, why aren't you teaching? She's like, you're already doing interior design. You're <laughs> adding this. You know, I went to her class. So she was really inspirational to me. Oh, wow. Yes. And always um, need someone that
1: kind of yeah. comes
0: along and not being negative about it, you know, a ne- like that one, you know, guy that told you what, a, you know, you can't do this. Right. Right. <laughs> all Very. I've always said those times and those moments are hard to swallow, but they're the best pill you could ever have because it just like motivates the heck out of you. So that when you have two husbands that tell you, Okay, because I've been married a couple of times. No one's going to pay you to do interior design. Why are you spending that money to go down there and learn that when you failed once at it? Right. Yeah, exactly. How dare like, you? How stupid can you be? <laughs> so that was really, that was the driving Please. force for me to make this work and make Absolutely. sure I could support my daughter at the first, at, at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I went and worked. Um, I closed up my little shop. I had for five years because I got involved with my daughter's school uh-huh. and I still did my design out of my house. Um, then I had another company approach me and ask me to come work for them full time as a designer designer. designer. Um, And I said, no, that's the whole reason why I left, you know, doing I need time with my daughter. So then he came back, he's like, well, how about part time? Because at this point, I already knew how to measure for window treatments. I knew how to make window treatments. I had my own shop, I had wallpaper, I had fabric lines, I had an upholsterer, I had another woman um, sewing. So I had another workroom that she worked out of her house, but she had yeah. a workroom because I was yeah. getting out of that. So I'm like, uh-huh. I already had everything I needed. Sure. Um, so I did go, you know, part-time did at you? night on, no, when did I go? Thursday nights and Sundays I worked. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I worked for myself during the week and that turned into wow. a full-time job when my daughter went to high school. And then- oh, Wow. Um,
1: That that
0: was great that that came along when it did, you know, because you, I don't know, I've been down the same road you have with divorce and stuff like that. So, um, you, you, at the time you're like, how am I going to support myself? So whatever comes in your, in your path, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, whether I like it or not, but you were fortunate. You liked it. I loved it. And I still yeah, love it. I but then, Yeah. And, and how I got back on my own in 2003 solely was the company I was working for. Um, I worked for them for six years. And oh. then I, I had a big account. Um, I met the couple, they came in, she was dying of cancer, and they told me this. And they had a camp and they oh. wanted to make it his full time home. They were selling their big house and he was pretty, um, he was a professional in the healthcare industry. So, uh, they wanted to do this little camp over. And so I met with them. I went out there. Um, by the time they came in for their presentation, she had passed away. I, yeah. And so, and he did a lot with us. He did everything, you know, from oh. and so he came into the presentation with his daughter okay. and he ordered everything, the furniture, the window treatments, the area rugs, the wood flooring, okay. um, everything from soup to nuts. Wow. So installation time came and the owner would do the installation and they had just gotten furniture lines. So obviously we all know furniture has to come, to a receiving company or the establishment, right? Yes. Yeah. So it would come in and him and his wife actually um, did the installation and she was bringing out the sulfur in her minivan and got lost. And it's oh. a big, lo- this is really instrumental on in why I left this particular company. So he's on the phone at the client's house. The, the client now has his 90 year old mother there living with him. Yeah. And he is swearing at his wife on the phone because she's lost and it's pouring rain and she can't get there. And he has no cell phone service. Now, how do I know this? So I was going to see everything the next day. Yeah, And my client sat me down and said to me, and this was kind of the last straw because things like this had happened before was, I don't understand why you are working where you are working and who you're working for. He said, you are a classy girl. You know your stuff. You've had your own business before. Why aren't you on your own? Because I'll tell you what happened. And he told me and I was mortified. I was mortified. I would have been too. He was like, oh my gosh, this is a a reflection of where, you know, who I'm working for. Right. So I already had a following of clients that I brought with me to this job. And of course I created new clients and then I decided I was going back there and I was giving my two week notice and I did, and I never looked back, you know, um, that was 2003. That's when I met Ann Anderson. Uh And, um, then I just, you know, taking her class and her training, um, really helped my design business. So that's what, my whole process is for the teaching part is there are oh. women out there that I get, I have students that are, some are nurses, some are accountants, yeah. some are mm-hmm. single moms, some are mm-hmm. change your life career women, and yeah. they're not generally the first you know, when you get out of high school, I'm going to go. Uh, you know, take a class, but you can, right, um, obviously. Right. But these uh-huh. people who come as a getting into it as a second career don't gotcha. want to go back for four years, right? Because they feel like they've already gone to school or they haven't right. but they don't have the money to go back to a full year college exactly so yeah. that's really how this came about interesting yeah yeah so how many how many students do you have like do you just do it once a year no that... so oh, okay I used to I always had a schedule but what I found is because people who are taking the course now I do a five day it's very intensive um, interior design course Okay, Mm -hmm. from a Monday to a Friday, Mm -hmm. it is a certificate of completion course. But what I find is people need to take a week off vacation to take it off from their work, right? Uh So they need time if they're working to take that. Or we're starting one on Wednesday for five um, Wednesdays in a row. Uh So I will do private classes. I don't take more than four in one class, because this is how the, the curriculum goes. They get a manual. I mean, we can teach it all online and I, I do do that for the Middlesex Community Colleges. I do a certificate course for them. Um, it's virtual right now. I have the option to go back to in-person classroom um, mm-hmm. in the fall. Um, but my private classes now since COVID is basically, we're getting out of that. You know, yeah. we're doing the in-person classes oh, wow. on um, five consecutive Wednesdays and she is leaving her job and she this is when she could do it. So what I do is Um, I will promote it.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: I don't take more than four at a time. And I'll tell you why, because it's hands-on training. So I have a teaching loft that I teach at um, that I own. It's not that we rent it. We have it. They get um, to measure an empty space, measure windows, put it on graph paper, um, learn how to do a furniture placement floor plan, learn how to use the software. And then we have real life client appointments that are my clients that we go into their homes and they will do a, um, design consultation because they know how to do that now. Oh, wow. And they will do a paint consultation or they might come with me to new construction. They might come with me to a job site. They might meet contractors with me, or we're going to the flooring stores, um, yes you know fabric and all that and then we do a field trip to the Boston design Center those oh, are for our in yeah it's fun That's so they get fun. to meet the managers see what it's all about yeah. learn how to get samples learn how to open accounts and yeah. then they're kind of on their way you know right. so it's everything we do um so it's design theory uh-huh. um, it's hands-on so everything that they're learning in the manual they, have to do hands-on. So the exercises good. to do. Yeah. And then we teach a marketing segment um, on how to market your new business uh-huh. and then um, being diversified, how to start getting your first appointment and oh, other things wow. that you can do to bring income in. Yeah. And then until you get your yourself on the ground and then your feet on the ground. And then we do how to start your own business. We sit there, we go on to your secretary of state website. We help you get your LLC or apply for it, um, your federal ID number. So that's all in the five days. So it really is great for people who want to start a new career. Um, Some people don't want to own their own business, but they want to work Uh in the industry. So then Uh I'll make the connection with um, showrooms at the Boston Design Center um, or help them figure out where they want to be from taking the uh-huh. course. Yeah. And so um, there's hope out there for people who can't take a four year interior design course. And yeah. I'm okay. teaching things that aren't in the course, you right. know, that aren't in well, that you go to college for. So I went to design school and I went to a four year college, and but my training was consumer and family sciences. And I had a concentration in interior design. But they never taught us how to market. They never taught us how to do quotes and estimates and how to f- interface with clients. And right. like there was so much missing in that. You know what I mean? Well, I'm like, that- oh yeah. Well, I I you know got the principles and elements of design and yada yada yada. But oh my gosh, and I I came into my business straight from that training. And I started my own business and there was nobody to talk to. No one wanted to talk to you. No, no, no one would talk to me though. You know, it was like, I had to figure it out on my own. It was ridiculous. I would have loved to have had something like you had. So I went, then. I remember going to the Boston design center the first time in the late 80s. Uh-huh. And I wanted to see they had some, and I can't for the life of me because I'm old now. I can't remember her name. (laughs) Lady something. Because you so, you might know who it is. She was from England and she sewed window treatments with trims, all kinds of tassels and trims. And she was giving a seminar at the time. I thought it was with the Martin group, but I can't remember. And so I wanted to go listen to her
1: because yeah. I love
0: to sew. So yeah. I was a member there. I applied, you know, I had my card at that time. You had to, you know, it wasn't open to the public. You had to sit, right. get in there. I get, I wanted to sit in the front seat. So yes. Front <laughs> seat. And I'm like, I'm not all in a, you know, a fancy suit and a fancy hat because that's right. what the designers wore with their French oh. market carts, you know, at that time. Yes. It was very intimidating me, for me and to the, go there. Are I <laughs> so I know. It's so <laughs> true. And even some of the showrooms at that time, they wouldn't even tell you, like, how to, like, get the pad and, you know, a paper and right. write down your numbers that you need and where yeah. you need to go. Like, no one shows you that right no. so anyway this this lady I gotta I tried to look up her name I and I remember. can't remember like I said it was the end of the 80s it wasn't Jana Phillips phipps was it Jana how old would she be now oh older <laughs> I know like I'm thinking like but the point was she yeah. had she had stated that we all need to change because the world of interior design is changing and it's yes. not all fancy anymore. And it's not going to be all fancy anymore because people right. are really into their kids and their families. This was back in the late eighties. Wow. And, and I'm looking at back, I'm look behind me because I'm sitting there with, you know, I had dress pants on and maybe a blouse, but I didn't have like all the fancy, you know, baubles and oh, diamonds yes. and all I that, that stuff. Pearls. You know, Yeah, so I look around and I'm like, I think the mouths were dropping to the floor because those were the ones that had, you know, the diamonds and the fur and the hat. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Like I'm sitting there like, yay, this is great. (laughs) But it was an eye opener for me. But now, because I was installed designer at the Boston Design Center, right, on their Uh designer on call program, It's so totally laid back. You know, anyone can walk in there. You do have to have accounts, but the showrooms are more helpful. Um, It's not like it was before. Right. Get back in the day. Yeah. And that kind of brought me to, I'm going to talk about our group for a minute. Um, yeah. I don't know if you want, if you're ready for that, but. Well, no, I was going to just say that I went to the Boston design center one time. Marie Mar- Meridian Marie. invited me. Yeah. She's like, Melinda, you need to come to Boston. And we're she's going like the ambassador my- of all of us, you know, I like know. She is like, she'll take you right under her wing or she she's does. the one who reached out to me when I was going to Atlanta to oh. the Design Influence, she's like, Are you, I saw you were going, would you like to meet up? And that's oh. how I met Kyla Aston and oh, Lori yes. Carpenter. And we had a yes. drink and we all came in. And that was at the same pl- same yes. um, conference we met. So yep. she was the one that reached out to me. Yeah, because she and I roomed together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we met, uh, we were both on the Vision Magazine board. The advisory board oh, okay. with Lori Carpenter and then Cheryl, um, I forget her last He's name. Keys Clanenden. Cheryl, Cheryl Clanenden? No. Um, Cheryl Luckett. Nope. <laughs> I, it'll yeah, come to me in a minute. And I'm embarrassed <laughs> that I can't remember her name right now. But anyway, we were in Lan- Ann Lubner and um, oh, yeah. So we were all on the advisory board and we really had really found a lot in common. So we ended up uh, rooming together at all of these different events. And it was so nice because she and I had have this, you know, how when you room with somebody, it's like do they get up early? Do they go, right. go get coffee? Are they, you know, what's their routine? And right. she and I like clicked in really good. Cause she was like first up in the morning, like getting organized and she would go down and get coffee. I would go to the shower. <laughs> yep. We just had this little clicking routine. So anyway, but she's always been so sweet and I just love her. So, but she had taken me to Boston and they were so nice and I love the show and I always wish I was closer, but it was a disaster trying to get home from Boston to Columbus because I I had, I'll never forget this. I had to go through DC and there was this big thunderstorm and they canceled all the flights. So I got stuck in DC over the overnight by myself. And it was like 11 o'clock when we landed and we had spent like four hours on the tarmac and some Carolina or Virginia airport. or whatever. Ugh. So I had to find myself an Uber, which I never had Ubered before. I was a nervous wreck and I ended up picking a hotel 45 minutes out of town. Oh, no. I am like, I'm like texting my husband. I'm like, if I die tonight, this is where I am. <laughs> it's one o'clock in the morning. This weird guy's driving me to this hotel out in the middle of, I don't know. It was, uh, it was awful. Oh. So I, c- coming home from Boston was very traumatic for me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Because the, the airport's right there. I know. Close I know. To it. So, yeah, that's n- neither here nor there, but it was right. Just a, ah! So, <laughs> every time I think about Boston, I think that that trip. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> Boston's cool. Boston is very cool, though. Yeah. I love Boston. So, so, you, so with teaching your classes, let's go real quickly tell people how they find out about that. So what? they can either go to um, dailydesigns.com is my website, D-A-L-E-Y, D-A-L-E-Y. Mm-hmm. yeah designs yes. with an S.com. Um, they can also go to School of Interiors. There's okay. a website, just schoolofinteriors.com. Um, and they can send us, you know, just through the contact page. Mm-hmm. I post whatever classes are going on or upcoming on um the School of Interiors page um, right. or you can email me at d.daily@dailydesigns.com. at and if you're looking for a private class or um, I'll do a business strategy call um, someone who wants to take the class but she has some background in design but you know someone who just needs some guidance they can also do that um, as well. Okay. So um, and Middlesex Community College also um, posts their classes on their website, which are very difficult to find. Excuse me. Mm. (laughs) That's okay. I I was going to get my water. (laughs) What kind of water is that? It's a gallon. It's a gallon of what you know how you try to drink a gallon of water a day. No, I'm lucky if I can get through this in a day. Yeah, I don't drink a lot of water. This I is drink. I drink, I'm like ginger ale. Oh my gosh. Seriously. Yeah, this is my ginormous jug of water. That's like my sister. She is all over the water. I try. I try. <laughs> I'll have tea. Oh my gosh. I put this hydrate stuff in my in my drink and it has like all these really wonderful things to it. So Oh, I'm gonna Tell have myself. to check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, that's how they can find me. And mm -hmm. that I was just going to say, so as far as getting into your classes, I think that for anybody listening, I mean, this is a super awesome training. And I don't know very many people just from my experience looking around who actually delve into so much detail like you do in your design classes. I mean, we have, um, we have classes on window treatment certification from Deb Barrett. That is like amazing. And she like feeds you with a fire hose of information. Right. right. Um, But I had referred you to my friend Bridget and she took, she took that class, but I got, and just so you know, I never, asked to look at anything because I thought that was her, your private information with her, but the folder of information she had. Yeah. And then she had meetings with you and she was just like, wow, that was amazing. And she spoke very highly of your class. You know, it's very interesting. So a lot of my design friends and colleagues yes. will recommend students to come who want to get into the interior design that approach you. Yep, you know, exactly. or other designers. So I've had another one from California. Yeah. Um, Wendy Glaser had recommended oh, yeah. her to me. Um, and then I've got Connecticut Shelley, And those are my two latest students, um, Barnett Nugent and Shelley Gainslaw, who both uh-huh. opened up their businesses. Shelley came to our High Point tour in uh-huh. the fall as well. Oh. Um, Barnett, she panicked panicked and texted me and it was late at night one night and she's like I know it's late but I have my first appointment tomorrow and she wants it sat in the other thing and I, I, I was like listen oh, I'm out to eat with my husband but yeah. I will text you when I get back so see that's the other thing is yeah if I can get to you I'm going to get to you I'm not right. that person that says my hours are this and this right. it depends clients yes. might be a little bit different but if yes. I have you know my jobs are pretty big that I do when I you know uh-huh those clients I'm going to answer. Right. Exactly. Know, exactly. The one-off for, you know, a one-off yeah. consult, you can wait till the next day. But right. I exactly. mean, but my students yeah. who have taken yeah. my course and they are panicking or having a panic attack about their first appointment, Yes. yeah, yeah you'll get me. Yeah, that's awesome. That's you know? so awesome. Yeah. That well, that's that. important, you know. Yeah, yeah. they're like think... little children, like taking people in. Well, that's wing, like Marie said, like you yeah. said, you and that's it. And now, now I have a celebrity that I'm mentoring. Oh. you have seen that. Um, no. So, yes. And no. she, so Stacey Dash, I don't know if you know Stacy Dash. Oh, I don't know. So, anyway, she was in the movie Clueless. And Oh, okay. Yeah, and she is st- starting all over again oh um, in interior design, and um, she came to me from another Amy Parker um, Okay, that um, is in New Hampshire, and Stacey had reached out. She moved to New Hampshire. She wanted to learn interior design. She wanted someone to teach her, and wow. so she, um, and she's good at it. You know, so I know. So I do have a mentoring program um, as well, but it's, that's a little bit more intense. um, And, uh, you know, she's been great. So that literally you are working with me Mm -hmm. and we are going in on client projects. You will have a desk, which she has over (laughs) here. <laughs> awesome. You know, and she helps me load the car because you know wow. what? This is not a glamorous job, is it, Melinda? Oh, heck no. <laughs> this is a job we, where you we need are your all muscles. Like smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors, but it's behind the scenes like, oh. Oh, you're going to the chiropractor three times a week, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, because of the heavy the lifting. And, <laughs> yeah. and you can't get your nails done anymore. Well, I can't. Exactly. Can. I'm trying, but <laughs> I'm um, on the scene. <laughs> I, know. I can't even show you mine. Yeah. Um, so she's been great. Um, great. Yeah, she's been great as well. And she has a passion for it and she's really, really very good at it. And she's has a very good soul, you know, and this is the other thing. I believe people deserve a second chance.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, no matter where you've been in your life, um, no matter what people say about you yes and you have to have a thick skin so exactly um, well she- you've been i mean you've been there i mean yeah. you've been, been there yourself i've been there myself and i i feel the same way like anytime i think it's the most applaudable thing you can ever do is to reach back and help somebody else come forward you know do do something in their career and you know oh, yeah. mentor them or help them along the way because We don't want our industry to go away, you know, and I think that the, you know, naysayers may say that, you know, we're going to be replaced by computer, you know, online, whatever design things, but you can't get that personal feeling that we give when we're a human being, what feeling, what another human being feels like. And, Helping somebody where you can connect exactly where they are and you know how to help them. So I think that's wonderful that you do that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And I think more designers need to. I mean, like you said earlier, you know, what, what design was when we started in it was like you didn't, no one would talk to you. No one would say like you would go to meetings and it was the most uncomfortable thing you could ever be a part of with other designers. And I think now that we have like, oh, we can share with each other and feel, you know. So that kind of leads me into your next thing that you're doing. Okay. Design for Today. Design for Today Collaborative. So um, we have a private Facebook group. And I say we, because I collaborated with Wendy Wollestrock and Marianne Cherico. Mm-hmm. And um, how it all started was when I got accepted into the Boston Design Center um, designer on call program, it's now the design services program, that's something you have to be vetted for. Right. And that's when right. I I got the invitation, you know, I was telling my daughter and I had just been diagnosed with breast cancer oh. at that time too.
1: And I looked, I know,
0: I looked at the commitment of what this was and no, it was right before. Oh no, it happened at the same time. I got the acceptance letter. So I, you know, I was telling my daughter who, you know, was off in her career in New York city now, um, like, Hey, you know, um, I got accepted into the. Boston Design Center, design services, is only 15 of them, you know, and the program. And I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't have the time, you right. know, and she's like, ma, she's <laughs> like, if this had happened 10 years ago, you would have been so excited. Yeah. Said, she's right. You know, I said, yeah. I don't have the time. It's a commitment. You know, it's yeah. like meetings and then you have to be there and you have to help the people that come in and all of this stuff. You have to go to the, all the events. And she's like, eh, just try it. So yeah. I did. And I got, you know, I went there for my first meeting and there were 15 of us. Some of them got asked back and then there were some replacements. So I think there were three or four of us that were newbies. Okay, Everyone else was old, older. Like they've been in the program for 20 years. Oh my gosh. And so... And I'm just you telling you the like back star. Story. You were like the shining star. No, in the not really, because I'm like, what am I doing here in this large <laughs> conference room at the Boston Design Center? And these women knew what they were doing in their suits. They've been there for a long time. And then there were a few other of us that were like, we're just listening to how this is going to go. Yeah. Um, they were under new management. I think Jamestown was had bought oh, the Boston Design Center. So they wanted everyone to be on social media um, they wanted everyone to have their website, a website. Um, and I can say half of these people didn't even have a website. Nope. I was just going to say the older people wouldn't, you know, they just no. And social oh, media. My gosh. Yeah. Social media. Oh my God. Because they want you to be, you know, social media and your prod, your projects, promoting the Boston there. design yes. center, the showrooms and all this yep. stuff, your clients you're working with. And so they decided to panic and every year. Some of them didn't get asked back. Oh. So that was like to me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be me. Like if yeah. I don't keep <laughs> up on. Yes. So I got more involved in the Facebook groups. And I'm looking at these Facebook groups because I was doing off doing my own thing all this time. Right. I wasn't involved in Facebook like a lot of other people were for lots of times in these groups. Right. So I researched these groups. I got involved in some of the groups, and then I'm like, I'm going to start my own group for women, yeah, well, not women, older designers who are getting left behind. Oh, that's a great in yeah. this whole new okay. fast-paced world of interior design. Yeah. So that was my whole thing. I started the group. Oh. I invited everyone in. I um, figured I'm going to do a workshop. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know how to teach. So. I'm going to do a workshop for my group design for today was what it was called. Uh-huh. And then Marianne Cherico, who has her own, she has um, home stages and designers on fire and she yeah. is a coach um, as well. She's a mindset coach for stages oh, and designers. Yeah. So she um, said to me, I've known her for years because I started the new England chapter of It was the Boston chapter of Risa, Real Estate Staging Association, back in the day. And so she was in it. So I know her from Massachusetts. She's like, Debbie, do you know? She's like, we need to go to lunch with Wendy Woleschuk. She's like, do you know her? I'm like, I know the name. I said, I know her name. I've heard her on some of the podcasts, but I don't really know her personally. She's like, why don't we go for lunch? We all live in Massachusetts, but we're all in three different areas. Yes, completely. Yeah. Yeah. So we meet for lunch. I don't know how long that lunch was. It was a four-hour lunch or whatever. <laughs> so we had so much fun. And Aww. I told them what I was doing. And and I think it was Wendy. She's like, well, who do you have for sponsors? I'm like, no one. I She's know. Like, what do you mean? You have no one for sponsors? Who's going to sponsor the lunch? I'm like, I don't know. Me. I'm basically <laughs> oh. who's funding it. I said, me? Where are you doing it? I'm doing it at the Sheridan Hotel in Portsmouth. She's like, all right, do you want us to help you? I'm like, Okay. Oh. So I said, let's you know come on in, do whatever they both both spoke. We got Benjamin Morticom, we got Hunter Douglas, we had um mom, um, 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 um. we had our stout rep um for oh, stout fabrics and yeah. um Brewster wall coverings. Wow. We had um the window treatment girl on the blinds and shades. Oh my God. I can't even remember. It was a while ago. So anyway, we changed our name. It went so well. We changed our group name to design for today collaborative. And there's three of us that are That's handling awesome. And we all have different niches. And yeah. so if you yes. ask a question in the group, you're going to get one of us, if not yeah. all of us. And, you know, we try to do a live every Wednesday uh, to support our group and share information. Um, so how does, how do, what are your, um, what do you want to say? I want to say standards, but how so do you we, get into have, the group? What do you right. have so to, it is a private group for interior yeah. designers and home stagers. You have so to prove you, that you have a business. Right. Okay. So you can request to be a member and then you have to answer all the questions. So when okay. you request there's a little questionnaire, you know, you have to give a website, um, how many years in business. Um, that kind of thing, you know, yeah. it's not, yeah. not hard questions, but no, you have to be so. a legit in the business, yeah. Yeah, right? Exactly. Because we're sharing trade, trade, trade tra- secrets and all yep. information. So yeah. now we have over 800 members. Um, In the group And we love it We call it Our small boutique group Um, And so we do Workshops twice Well we're trying To do workshops Twice a year We do one At least once a year Um, So uh, We have one Coming up in May In Portsmouth And um, Ask me what it's on We switched. We switched it. Ah! Um, we are doing it at Portsmouth. Um, we are doing um, the workshop at the 100 Club, and then the second day we go antiquing. So, Hi. the workshop is if I can't remember, um, <laughs> it's on design. I think I'm doing construction. I think um, Wendy's doing design, and Marianne, I think, is doing mindset on that. those two. Matters. Okay. And then I can, I can tell you exactly what they're on when I get off and look at it. Um, <laughs> <and then laughs> well, we can put it in the show notes. <laughs> well, we just the other day changed the dates of it. And okay. so um, we were supposed to go to Brimfield, but we can't get hotels down there. We've been oh. trying when Wendy's been trying, we can't. So, I think everybody's starting to get out and, you know, yeah. we're going back to the, Trade shows and right. thank God right. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I know. And then we're doing our High Point Market tour on yes. April 2nd for the spring market. Right. Um, we that just be ha- wonderful. Oh, we just had a last. Um, the fall market was great. Um, And with that, so with our workshops, we do record them and members can purchase them if they did not come to the workshop. Um, If you come to the workshop, you get it for free. Uh And what we are doing for the high point market, um, anyone who comes to our tour, we um, they get the um, how to buy wholesale workshop um, along with the tour which normally oh, they great. have to pay for. So, so how yeah. much is it to go on the tour? How does that work? I can't remember how much it is. <laughs> <laughs> Look at I the can't stoner. remember. <laughs> it's not a lot so of design. money, but people, there are some free tours but people ask, why do we charge for our tour? Well, you also get the benefit of the workshop. So yes. you get all that information. There are trade, there's trade information in there on how to open accounts, Great. sales reps, how to receive in companies. So it's our whole workshop that we do in person, That's, but you're getting all that on top of coming to the live tour. Yeah. So, I mean, this is can also, amazing yeah. Um, yeah. Danny, I don't know if you've listened to our, a lot of our podcasts, but we've talked about you several times mm. on our podcast about Debbie Daly and this, and she does training. She's a real coach. You know, there's a lot oh, of people in this you. industry that are t- saying they're coaches and they have way less experience than us. There but was you know one what? person doing a coaching with five years of experience. Yeah, but you're still learning at five years of experience. I'm still learning exactly. at 30 years of experience. Know, you never stop right. learning. I so know. I don't, I don't know. Pain. Like how well, can anybody call themselves a coach if they well, haven't been in right. it for Yes. I don't know. And I don't call I, I started up calling myself a coach. I'm not I'm not a coach. I'm a mentor. You're but a mentor. I will uh, you know what I mean? I will um, You're a teacher. <laughs> I am that's really what it comes down to, mm-hmm. you know. And it's all in my book. So I have a new book that's coming out in October. I oh. finally got my you know, I've been doing this for two, maybe three years. I'm doing, I'm doing it right. But I didn't I, know this. I hired a publisher just three weeks ago. Oh, And good. it's a lot, but, um, it's called monetizing your passion and how to take good. your design hobby and turning it into a business. And it is more of a narrative kind of story on the different steps that I took okay. through all the good and the bad, yeah. you know, to get to create the successful interior design business. Right. And right. it's all about the learning and it's all about yeah. the journey, right? Exactly. Exactly. And the coaching part of it and thank you for calling me a coach um Aww. but i put my I do put my heart and soul into it yes, and for do. me it's not about it's not about the money you, right you know what right. i mean it's all about right. like i really felt like if someone helped me know what my passion was or understand what my passion was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have went to business school or secretarial right. school, whatever you want to call it. But right. that did help me also along the way, because I really had well, the business sure. background. Right. right. I mean, you cannot go wrong with a business background or marketing. Right. Oh, you know, everybody, all these girls come to me and they go, oh, I want to be a designer. And I'm like, do you like math? <laughs> do you like... Um, I don't know, like at, you know, figuring up amountages of wallpaper and how much you're going to need and how many yards of fabric you're going to, it's all mathematical and you know, and how are you going to sell it? How are you going to sell it? Well, then what if you figure out the wallpaper? Because I know I used to work in the wallpaper industry and they say they're short and they can't get the same run anymore or it's been discontinued. Exactly. How do you deal with those situations? Yeah. How do you? Right. Right. So with with mentoring, I'm going to call it, or teaching. Yeah. I relate all those experiences because it's all happened to me. Exactly. Right? So I don't know how you can have all that in five years. But. And, I'll, and I will tell you that I've done everything wrong the first time. Oh me too. <laughs> me too. Like, Try like oh. installing, you know, window yeah. treat, like installing a vertical blind back in the day, right? The oh, oh, yeah. Vertical <laughs> blinds, the track. And yes. then you're drilling. You don't know, you're just drilling and the hole yeah, gets yeah. bigger and the hole gets bigger. Yeah, and then you room. go home and you call your father and say, Dad, you know, oh. the engineer. Dad. He's like, What did you do? I was like, I made a boo boo. Like that from that point on you get a professional installer forget it that's not anything I want to do anymore I'll do it in my own house I had a tie back holder that the hole started this big and it ended up like that big and I'm like oh my god I was so embarrassed that I was like I will get this fixed for you right and then you're like business insurance you need this viability insurance people don't know these things so we teach us in the class yes you see that Piece of sand on a piece of furniture leg and you're dragging it across the hardwood floor. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know. Big scratch. What if you have to replace that? It's it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot. It is. It is a lot. And I think our industry, we encompass so many different like men. It's like more of like. Psychology, you know, you have the psychology factor of the person that you're working with, and how do you approach those people? I mean, I have a client right now who cannot stand glass. She can't stand to see glass. She doesn't want glass. Oh, you'll never. <laughs> this one. He- glass for what? She, she had a father who was Jewish. And she, apparently he passed this on to her where it was like a, um, I don't know, a fear of glass or something, but she has requested that we do not do anything with glass in her house. The installers that came to install her tile shower, which was porcelain had to have new buckets, new gloves, new, um, brooms. They had to have a new shop Mac. She could not like deal with glass shards to be on anybody's feet. She said, I just have this major thing with glass. Oh, wow. I mean, I was like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) this is a new one, but you know, everybody's so different. There's so many things that, you know, I think most designers would probably run away from that job, but not me because I have a heart and I feel like her. I feel like, I think, bad for her. I think, like you said, you and I have a lot in common. Yeah. I can deal with it. Yeah. I can, I can deal, deal with it. it. Right? My installer, he'll be fine. He just, you know, we just warned right. him ahead of time and we put that stuff, all those things into the price of the, and she actually said, I'll pay extra. I'll pay extra for whatever you need. Yeah. To do. I think, you know, each client is different. Mm-hmm. In their they own are. way, and they, they have are. their own little quirks, which are, and mm-hmm. you have to respect that. Yes, um, exactly. not every client is going to be nice. Right, they're going to want what they want. That's they're right. going to maybe email you, text you, be snappy at you at some point. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you took this client on. Yep. Um, I'm not saying I've never fired a client because I have. Yes. Um, but I, I have. I have. You know, thick skin. Mm-hmm. Broad that's shoulders, right. that's and that's true. how I was raised. Right? Exactly, exactly, hundred percent. So, so, on the other end of things, because some people who are listening to this are not do not want to be designers, but they mm-hmm. have, they want to know how to hire designers. Mm-hmm. So, just to, real quickly, do you have any advice to anyone who wants to hire an interior designer? What I can suggest is, um, first of all, Google in your location. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for an interior designer in your location, your zip code or your town or surrounding towns. Um, You can also search for a particular design aesthetic. And I'm not saying go to Pinterest. Right. Just, I am tied to Pinterest. I just can't, I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> really deal with it. You know. But I'm saying Google is your friend, right? Yes. So you can do that. You find their website, go to their website, see if it's, if it's your design aesthetic that right. you like, mm-hmm. and then follow them on social media. Right. Because not only will you see probably their best work on their website, you also want to see a little bit about them, and yeah. I think we all, you and I both, we try to post some of our personal stuff, exactly. um, right? Because we yeah. want our clients to see us and yes, they, we want exactly. them to know that we are real people. You yes, know, we have exactly. families, we have children, we have pets. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's different than before. Um, I also think if you're looking for a luxury interior designer and maybe LinkedIn is where you want to go and look mm-hmm. for that where there are, might be luxury interior designers on there. If you're in a high profile profession, um, you might find them on there. I, I do find that I get a lot of my clients, obviously referrals, because I've been doing it yeah. for a long time. But lately, it's been Google. You know, wow. people have been Googling, you know, interior designer in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, yeah. or interior designer on the New Hampshire seacoast. Yep. And those are the key words that you want right. to put in, even if you're looking for someone like exactly. that or exactly. a specific room or something yep. like that. That's yep. what I would suggest. Yep. Um, and one piece of advice I'm going to give you now, I don't know if you get a newbie designer, um, they'll probably do this. I don't do interviews. Right. I've, done that once or twice in the beginning of my career and you're you are spending time with someone who should really be giving you a con you giving them a consultation Uh um I always say if someone wants to meet me in person first you can come to my studio we can Mm -hmm. meet discuss if we jive um but I initially do not go to someone's home to do an interview for a for a job. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, And that's just me. I've I've learned, you know, over time that that's not the way I do it. And I will tell, I will tell people that. Mm -hmm. And I do have to say, one last story on that is I have one client um, couple that I love and adore and they are luxury clients, but they, he kept reaching out to me, kept reaching out to me and he wanted to interview me um, when I finally got to speak with him and they were on their way to the daughter's horse meet or something. And um, he's like, you know, we, we bought this 1990s mini mansion and uh, we want to updo one room a year to update it, but we want to, have a relationship with an interior designer because family is all about us. We want her to be part of our family. You know, yeah. this is what we do, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I don't, I don't really, I don't interview, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I said, I do consultations, but my, I don't have anything on my schedule right now for, you know, like two, three months. Yeah. That's without that time. Yeah. He's like, that's fine. We'll schedule a consultation. So we schedule a consultation. They paid him for the consultation, their grand foyer. And I love these people. If they ever listen to this, I just, I love you guys. (laughs) Um, You know, it was, I don't know, maybe a month later, he he said, well, we have someone else to interview. I'm like, that's fine. Great. Good luck. You know, I didn't think, you know, I've been down that road before. Right. (sighs) So anyway, it was a Friday Mm -hmm. night. I think they were going to the opening, it wasn't opening day. I think the Red Sox. Well, maybe it's the beginning of the summer. The Red Sox are playing and he calls me up. He's like, hi, Miss Debs. I'm like, hey. <laughs> He's like, um, I just want to let you know we're on the way to the Red Sox game, but we want to, we you know, we want you to know that we chose you. I said, well, oh. thank you so much for making me the chosen one. And you know what? It's yeah. been a great marriage um, oh. since I've done four or five projects in their house now. Oh. And that was starting the six projects. So great. it's been, I don't know, four or five years, maybe. But, oh. um, but that's, that's my, my take yeah. on anyone who wants to hire an interior designer. Right, right. Um, and yeah. and I don't think free. I, I can't do interviews either. I don't do that the because thing is, is, it's our time, you know. And we're going, and we have things in our brain that we are sharing. You can't not share. <laughs> like, well, that's you're absolutely right because we go, you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Right, it's just going to come out. But see, you're established. I mean, you yes. have a, an established business. I have an established business. Right. And I think what you have to understand, if you're, you're looking to hire an interior designer that's worth hiring, I'm not saying that there are people out there that are not, but right. some that are experienced, more seasoned, then you are, that's how they get paid. That's their paycheck. Yeah. You, know, you might have a job and you get paid every week, but this is how we get paid exactly. from our intellectual property, our creative minds. And exactly. we're creating for you specifically. Right. so you know you have to expect that you will be paying some money to to hire a professional interior designer just do your homework and make sure that you get that exactly. person and then if you want to ask for references yeah. a good interior designer is going to have that list ready and waiting to give you right for clients that they've worked with before exactly so that's Absolutely. my advice Aw, well, this has been a wonderful call, Deb. Thank, Thank you, so, Linda. Miss Deb. Miss Deb, Miss Deb. Deb, or he calls me Debs. Debs. Miss oh, De- De- Hey, Debs, we decided, you know, since, since we can't do the whole master bedroom suite because you can't get any contractors and product is there. So <laughs> can we just work on the nice decor downstairs? For like, Can we yeah. just do that? I'm like, sure. we can do that. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Let's do I something. I can get my hands on art. <laughs> I know.
1: Oh, oh my so goodness.
0: cute Well, this has been just wonderful. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Melinda. And I also want to say to the designers out there. See, yes. I could talk forever. I'm Greek. It just doesn't. Me too. Well, keep I going. I know. Okay. I just want to say Melinda has this me bag. I'm going to give her a plug Aww. because I can't even tell you. Aww. We I have my me bag. It's actually in the garage now because I emptied it all out. I bring that with me everywhere. And it's I could run out and get it but um it's the bag for all your samples for your carpet yeah. samples it's got your paint samples you can put your tape measure in it i put my laptop in it my tile samples and we said we separate i had stacy separating for a presentation i was separating each leave by room uh-huh so she knew oh. she wouldn't let me touch it we went to the design center she wouldn't let me unzip the bag oh i'm i'm like i don't put things back because <laughs> i just want to see she's like don't I love it. You know, so if you want to be organized in your presentations Mm -hmm. or if you're going to source samples and you are bringing other things with you, this me bag is a fantastic thing that Melinda um, invented. I worked really hard on it for 10 years. I know, I know. (laughs) Wendy Wendy and I were just talking about how much we love the me bag this morning too. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm So, so thankful that you guys... Love it. I mean, I felt like it was needed for our industry because everything was just like, I would forget things all the time. Like, you know, you go to one job and you're like, oh shoot, they wanted a paint color. And you know, you would have left your your chart. You thought you had it in the bag, and then you right. dig into the bottom of it and like, shoot, I don't have a paint chart. <laughs> well, your template for the bay window, right? Yes, yes, exactly. That template like to measure for that. Because yep, you're gonna use I regular can. tape measure, that's gonna be wrong. So you're oh, doing yes. mounted window treatment. So I'm like, where the yep. heck is my template? Yep, exactly. Yeah, so you can keep everything. You know, those things have saved my life. And being in the me bag because I've had it packed up and it stays that way. And I know, you know, when I get to a job, like somebody's like, oh, I'm thinking about countertops. Like, here's my Cambria sample line. <laughs> Which one do you like? Just then, call yeah. me Anna. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Deb. Now, how can everybody get a hold of you again? Let's. Yeah, um, they can go to my website at dailydesigns.com or they can email me at ddaily at dailydesigns.com or they can go to schoolofinteriors.com. All That's right. It. And to get a hold of me, it's Melinda at fine designs and interiors.com. You can reach Danny at Danny at Danny Russo home.com. Um, TDX podcast is on Instagram and Facebook. And we would love to have, um, I'd love to get you in person sometime. I don't know whether we, I'm not going to be able to make it to market, but I know Danny is. So maybe he can pull you aside and sure do like a quickie yeah love we passed i think on the street corner last um, fall <laughs> in orlando <laughs> and then we were at kbiz together and i didn't even see him you're kidding no you didn't see danny no mr visual i didn't hear him you know how you can hear him anywhere. oh yeah i didn't hear him i didn't see him I saw him on Facebook and he he posts. He's like, how did I not get to see you? I I know I'm already home. That's crazy. (laughs) Well, I know it's a big place. That was a big, big show. I I went to it a couple years ago and I love K Biz. This year it just did not wasn't in the cards. (laughs) I know. So anyway, well, I love you the death. And I love you you so much for coming on and wish you all the luck. Thanks, Melinda. It was a pleasure. I really appreciate it.